0: Ladies and gentlemen, here's Shirley Lin with In the Spotlight. Welcome to In the Spotlight. I'm Shirley Lin. Judy Tam is from Taiwan, but she was born in Hong Kong before moving back to Taiwan. However, sometime later, her parents still sent her to Hong Kong for better English learning. After graduating from college, she worked at the same manufacturing company for something like 10 years. Because of her job, she has lived in many different countries and cities around the world until she met her husband, who gave her inspiration to move on, and that's why she landed at Bucky Drop, the logo of which is the most powerful e commerce dropshipping solution. Today we will continue with Judy talking about the Taiwanese market, its e-commerce and startup scene, as well as elaborating
1: on Bucky Drop. So we're coming from a OEM type environment. I mean, I worked a decade with traditional manufacturing printing side, and when it comes to tech, or rather electronics, I would say that even though not all startups are about like cool apps, but I mean areas such as wearables and IOT, internet things are huge. Taiwan has to be better to move from a manufacturing type of approach into a more commercialized oriented mindset. So we look at what the consumer wants, consumer first, and identify what are the problems that should be solved and then figure out a way how to leverage the experience from old school basic manufacturing and spin it off into the SMEs and and promising startups in Taiwan. And also if you look at our science parks in Taiwan, there's a few, I think, in Taipei, everywhere. Xinju especially yes. is a big one, right? They're still very much catered to established companies and traditional manufacturing industries. So in Taiwan, there are a lot of creative elements in terms of design, arts. Oh, I see a lot of handcrafts, Um, culture. We benefit from developing closer ties between that scene and the more established corporations. So uh, I was thinking that while the government has taken certain steps to support startups, we still have a financial environment which isn't geared towards funding startups. It's more traditional, I would say, such as traditional bank lending from banks. And we would need the government to support startups also to attract, maybe foreigners, uh, attracting foreign talents in general. So as a result, I think in conclusion, I mean, I spoke a bit about China, uh, quick one, and Hong Kong and (laughs) Taiwan. I mean, Taiwan is much smaller than China, but that's also where the market is because we speak the same language Chinese like Mandarin so I would suppose that's Chinese and people in Taiwan would definitely want to start off and spin off in China and if we look into examples like Singapore they really have done a a great job in boosting startups so Taiwanese or in Taiwan startups I think you still need a global ambition in mind maybe not only China but then also to look into, like, the international side. So what
0: do you think Taiwan's, these traditional manufacturers, should do? I know crowdfunding is popular, but startups can't really just count on crowdfunding, right?
1: Yes, I think there's a few characters that you need, I mean, other than your idea, of what you want to venture beyond Taiwan, it's also about chances. Um, I think that's also second because the market is so big. Back in the days, it was easy to have a startup. Right now, it's all about the network and the fundings where they come from. I know that's yes. always the biggest headache. Yeah, that's a very very big headache. Um, so even for ourselves, my company, we we are also a startup. Um, started for five six years, and we're still growing and uh, we have a lot of the interested um, funders. So we're lucky to have that. Yeah. So I think you need to have a good idea to start with, of course. And then you have to look at the market, where you would like to um, open the market to. The least is really the team that you work with. So talent is something that I've mentioned. There's a lack of that. Engineers uh, for example, or t- data coders, for example, a lot of them are actually outsourced. And that could be very expensive. And we need, uh, I would say, like the local, the government to support foreign talents to come into Taiwan mm. to support startups.
0: Yeah, how did Singapore do it? How come they are so successful? Why can we learn from them?
1: I think they started also really early and language and the government, everything came together at a really good time. So there's a lot of big companies, actually, when they wanted to set up a headquarter, they picked Singapore as a whole, because first and foremost, the fundings coming from the government was very, very favorable. So that was very important. And if we look into that, I think Taiwan and maybe Hong Kong can both learn from Singapore. <laughs>
0: So it depends on the government. <laughs> and uh, that's my conclusion.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but you can also find many ways to find fundings, of but course. But what I feel that depends on luck? You know, whether you can oh. find
0: big funders or whatever.
1: There's also a lot of um, family offices and big corporations. They still have a lot of money and they're looking for good ideas. Yes, so good ideas. Good ideas, for example. So okay. something that we do at um, my job right now, um, I think it's actually very interesting to to learn and to know, and that this could be a good idea. But it also depends on if it's a good idea to the funders, to the investors. Talk about Bucky Drop. What exactly is Bucky Drop? Um, so Bucky Drop is a e-commerce platform founded by my boss, Mr. Gong Hai Haixing, uh, who is actually also one of the extended co-founders of Tencent. So he has. And Tencent is. Tencent is one of the biggest e-commerce conglomerate in in, in, China. in China. Yes, that's right. Comparable to Alibaba. They're uh, competitors. They're competitors in many ways. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So WeChat is from Tencent. Tencent. WeChat, in, the social
0: app in, that's used in China. Right. that's used in
1: china mm-hmm. we, we use it in hong kong as well oh, okay. i see a few people in taiwan using it as well yes you um, can use it for payment and people don't bring oh, money anymore they use no, wechat i know exactly so as convenient. a wallet so he is a serial entrepreneur and he has many great ideas so this is only one of his startup but he started this back like years ago five six years ago and he created bucket drop to enable entrepreneurs to, for people globally who wish to run their e-commerce business through dropshipping for Chinese products from, for example, Taobao. I'm not sure if you're familiar with yeah. it. It's a Chinese marketplace. So you can buy all these products through our platform and do your own e-commerce business in an automated way. I think um, not a lot of people know what dropshipping is. So I can. Yeah. 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 I can explain. That's uh, a
0: new term
1: to me. <laughs> I can put it into perspective. So let's say I have an e commerce store that sells sunglasses. And when my customer, it doesn't necessarily have to be in Taiwan or where I am based, it can be from the States, anywhere globally. And when they make an order through my shop, That order goes through to BucketDrop automatically. And I do not need to keep stock or I do not need to warehouse it or whatsoever because everything is actually dealt via BucketDrop. So we have a massive warehouse in China and also in Hong Kong that handles quality check of your product, making sure that your product is exactly what you buy through the China's marketplaces. We can do white labeling uh, we can do also small batch. Oh, what's white labeling? For example, if you would like to have your own brand. So mm. a lot of products that comes in with packages and local brandings. So if you surely has a sunglasses shop of your own, we can do like a logo and a tag that says Shirley and co okay. on your product. Then you make it looks like it's your own from your own company. Okay. But it's actually just yourself. But we just have a big support team. Uh, in China um, to help support you with your business and then you can choose more than 30 logistics partners depending how fast or how slow you would like your product to be shipped Mm -hmm. and then it goes directly to your customer's footstep and you have not seen the product at all but everything that you would like to know is through a dashboard like online through e-commerce through your phone or through your computer for example you Find all the information you need to run a e-commerce business.
0: You're listening to In the Spotlight with Shirley Lynn. I mean the customer could well just go directly to the company that sells the, the sunglasses that she wants. Why does she have to go through you? Bucky Drop?
1: Most importantly is that a lot of these Chinese marketplaces, they don't ship abroad or they have language barriers and they do not do quality check. So if you have your own web store and you run your own business, you do not want to handle with all the communication via email or even phone when you're abroad. You just want to travel around the world, bring your phone with Um. you and make orders Buy and sell everything like quick, lean way, automated, and everything will be handled by Bucky Drop.
0: Oh, so let Bucky Drop handle all the messy stuff in between.
1: Uh, I would say so. We have like a twenty four seven like service hotline. We also have account managers that handles with um, big accounts. But um, for many entrepreneurs nowadays, when you speak of a startup, like what can we do? You need an idea, for example, and this is a quick way of having your own business. And um, I would say with less capital to start with. Right, I yes. think that's an
0: important point. That's <laughs>
1: very important, yes, with less capital. And just find a passion of what you would like to sell. Pretty much everything is from China. And our <laughs> company, um, everything is in-source that we do on our e-commerce platform. So we are linked to more than 20 marketplaces in China. So I believe that you will be able to find something that you would like to sell globally.
0: So is ever bucky drop gonna to come to Taiwan? Yes, of course. Open a branch office. Yes, that's why <laughs> yes. you're here today. <laughs> that's
1: why I'm here today. Uh, okay. This is um, also like our role plan, like not only in Asia, but also like in North America. But Taiwan, it's so close to China. People are already familiar with buying products from Taobao, for example, yes. right? So they have that knowledge of buy and sell Chinese products. And normally they sell and buy through Yahoo or eBay. These are more of the common third-party platforms. You,
0: you're talking about Taiwanese people, right? Yeah, Taiwanese yeah, people. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like they, those auction. Are the, yeah. yeah, they're more familiar with those. Yes. That's
1: right. But then if you want to um, sustain your own brand, for example, create your own image in the long term, you don't want to pay out commissions to all these third-party platforms, then why not have your own? Uh, I see. That's your own business. You make money out of creating your own brand. Think of uh,
0: an item that you have found most interesting to you that has been transactioned through Bucky drop
1: oh yeah um I, I can speak about one of my clients i, I mean i have so many oh, okay. yeah i mean but she is very clever uh, she sees that there's a big market for bikinis i mean i wouldn't say that it's any special okay. but it's could be a necessity for a lot of women when, it, when summer is here for example yes right so she takes really good images so uh-huh. you can find all these nice product images from Taobao or from other marketplaces. Uh-huh. And she used those images and put it on her own website. Uh-huh. She named it properly. She gave it a sale, um, for example, having a discount so people are attracted to it. And for every entrepreneur, you need to do a little bit of marketing. Yes. You need to market through social media or through SEM Google ads, for example. And she does it with having um, a KOL, where it's like key opinion leaders. You hire a key opinion leaders through Instagram. So she wears her bikini, Uh very smart. And she comments it, for example. And a lot of people buys the idea because the image is very attractive. That's very common in the, um, I would say, trendy in young people they like photos
0: and this is all legal even though she got all the stuff from taobao
1: yeah of course yeah it's the and same thing with mean. ebay or you okay. you just um resale products right yes and when your order grows i mean all of these products are discussed with the supplier yeah. so we also um host a lot of lessons to educate Um, entrepreneurs on how do you make your first sale for example how do you search trendy products what do you sell and for people who are not familiar with social media marketing we also teach free tools and tactics for example so this really helped people to start off with their first sales
0: thank you so much judy for making the time thank you yeah it's been informative i've really learned a lot good luck with whatever you're doing thank
1: Uh, you so much for having me shirley you're most welcome thank you all right thank you judy thanks